Hey, good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Today is Friday, but it is a fantastic podcast today. My name's Stu Turley, President and CEO of the Sandstone Group. We have had a crazy week, but this is even more crazy because I'm with Christopher. Chris, he is out of Copenhagen, and here's a little inside baseball. One of our best podcasts was with Thomas Jam. He was the CEO and and uh, one of the founders over at Copenhagen Atomics with his thorium reactors. And we have Chris. Chris is the uh, CEO of KiteX. And I mean, this is going to be exciting because this product is pretty darn cool as well. But welcome, Chris. And I can't believe you have gone sailing with Thomas. That is just nuts. <laughs> Thanks, Stu. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been sailing a Hopi cat a little bit with a Thomas Jam, and we are in the same house. Uh, but Copenhagen's Atomics, they are getting, they are moving out uh, quite soon. Uh, but we have been going up and up against each other here in this uh, innovation house in Copenhagen. So, uh, yeah. What fun is that? I'll tell you, it, uh, his podcast, I just want to give him a shout out again, uh, and we'll have the links in there for that. But your product, I had so much fun getting rid of uh, getting ready for this. Now I got a problem. I went to Oklahoma State University, and I'm in Texas now. We talk funny. How do you <laughs> pronounce your last name? Okay, because I was about to butcher it, and you were so polite. How do you How do you <laughs> so, pronounce your last? Name? Yeah, uh, my name is uh, uh, Christopher Sieshoy, which has this uh, Danish letter in the end. So I guess it's quite a it's quite hard to say, but no worries, Stu. It's fine okay. that uh, you butcher it. I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> there, Thank you. Yeah, I, I said it so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to go into the beginning of a podcast being ostracized by my guests, so we're going to have some fun here. Okay, your product, uh, Kydex. I love it from the standpoint. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is and how you got your vision and where you are? Because this is important as you're just entering into the United States market. Even yeah. though we're in 110 countries, this is a huge market for you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the U.S. is an interesting market for us. Uh, so, so the idea really comes from uh, from kites. I mean, you have seen kite surfers probably at the beach sometimes. Uh, I kite surf myself, and uh, Andreas, uh, my uh, partner, uh, he he also kite surfs. Uh, and we were actually developing flying wind turbines at one point. So, so that's, that's, you have a kite and then that's attached to a string to the ground and then you make electricity with that. But we saw that it was a little bit too difficult. Um, takes a lot of money and a lot of time. And uh, at one point, Google, they were also doing it. They had a company called Mekani that they closed down. Uh, so we were sitting there needing a lot of funding and Google has just shot a big project down, used a lot of millions for it. And then we needed to so find some cash and and develop it even further. So we, we, we could see that uh, this is not going to be, this is not going to fly, so to speak. <laughs> Good <laughs> and, <fun. laughs> and, and then, and then we, um, then we sort of say, what, what are the learnings we can take from this? And that's these strings that we use. Our wind turbine is tethered to the ground uh, with uh, guy lines, um, right. like a kite, actually. Uh, so we, we take all the forces and this, these strings, they are dyneema strings. They're eight times stronger than steel. Uh, hmm. So, so that's that's really where where the uh, where the insights come from. I mean, kite surfing, we are flying around there, jumping up tens of meters in the air. Right. And these, uh, I guess, almost call them uh, stitching strings, right? They can hold the uh, the weight of a person. So why not tether a turbine to it and then save a ton of the materials? Uh, our turbines they only consume ten percent 
of the materials compared to a traditional turbine. And that makes them super light, much easier to install since you don't need the heavy equipment. Right. And then and then it, it's even greener than current wind turbines, which are some of the cleanest, greenest technology out there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm amazed. And, and when I went through this, uh, just as a as side note, how cool is this? Because it is portable. And I want to ask a couple things. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, the design on it is very lightweight. And you, I, I see on your, your marketing things that you've got it hooked to your iPhone and you're sitting there so you can see the generation mm-hmm. of your, your wind turbine and how much it's generating. Yeah. So, okay, we have it in a portable bag. You, yes. I mean, you got a bag, you bring it up, you put it up. It's like 20 minutes to set up. Yeah. So we're sitting there, you got your thing, you've got your iPhone, but you got to go from a wind power to a battery source uh, in order to do this. And I have Jackeries and mm-hmm. I noticed that you guys like the Jackery. So what do we yeah. do? Okay. We take 20 minutes and then we set it up. Now we got a wind turbine and now you go to a Jackery. What do you do? Go? How do you go from here to here? So yeah, that's a, that's a really good question, and it's actually a key part of our technology. I would say uh, this ground we have this we call the ground station unit, which is a programmable DC to DC uh, converter, and DC is that's the direct current, right? So the turbine that has a generator up there, the wind spins the blades, the the uh, the blades they turn the gear, and on the gear there is a small generator that has right. alternating current in that. Then we have a bunch of electronics that makes this into DC. And then we send that DC down the, the cables, down the turbine, and over to this ground station unit. And this ground station unit, that samples uh, the control loop 500,000 times per second. And then we can emulate wow. a solar panel. This is sort of the key. We don't have really, there's, there's nobody at, at this current uh, moment in time that can do the same as we are doing. We have a solar emulator. So, you, so your Jaggery unit that thinks it's seeing a solar panel uh, so we can just plug it directly into the port of your Jaggery unit with our uh, with our small ground station there. It also took us a long time to develop it, I would say. Uh, <laughs> so it's a custom cool. electronics. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, the, the little Jaggery units are phenomenal. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you, you throw it out there and I've got several. In fact, the Jaggery units, um, because I have so many either different places and I love it because I can run a office off of, you know, you, you bring them out and I'm, I got to have internet all the time and we have power problems sometimes. And so it's nice yeah. to just throw that in. I got an office. Life's good. Yeah. This, this is a big difference though. Cause you, you may not have when you may not have solar all the time and mm-hmm. having a couple of these things, can you bring up several of your kites and then tie them into a daisy chain? Um, mm, no, you cannot really. I mean, you cannot daisy chain. The, that's because we're going into the technical details here. But you can run uh, se- several in uh, parallel and, yes. and put them in okay. like that. Uh, okay. So, so no serious, but you could daisy chain them, and may- maybe we could see something in this in the future. But usually, people just get a t- one turbine uh, at the moment, right? But th- right. this is exactly what we also saw when we transitioned into this. We saw that this. For these portable power stations, the Jaggeries, the EcoFlows, the the uh, Gold Zero units, right? Uh, there is nobody making wind power for these units, and we had a lot of customers who have these units, and and half of them already, half of our customers already using sun, but sometimes, as you say, the sun is not out, and that's right. where the wind comes in. And these two technologies, solar, 
uh, and and wind they are sort of really complementary because you know right. if it's good weather and uh, there's no cloud inside then it's usually not that windy either but vice versa when it's uh, overcast then it's usually also windy but your solar doesn't work so they complement each other really well well your your price point uh, on your website says eight thousand uh, eight hundred dollars uh mm-hmm. for thousand uh eight hundred two thousand dollars in the u.s that's fabulous and, yes. and then you you throw that in and uh quite honestly because uh, the way I, I could see me buying a cup and, and this to me would be an absolute add-on for uh this kind of thing because in texas we're having grid problems mm-hmm. and having a jack this is almost like the best of all worlds throw it out there and have your solar but then like I'm over here going to go, ah, this would be really darn cool, you know? And, yeah. and, and so in the U S you've got your station, you're on your iPhone, you see what everything's going on and mm-hmm. somebody's going great. Cause this is also portable enough for your van. It's also yep. portable enough for a tiny home so that you yep. can do this. Now, is there any way to, is it just a simple modification if you wanted to install this more permanently? Are you going to have an upgraded model to a more permanent model? Yeah, so we actually have two, I would say, two products sort of in the pipeline at the moment. Uh, right. So the portable unit is a pretty lightweight and we keep it uh, we keep it so it's really easy to service, but it's not made for long duration. And we're talking multiple years here, right? It can right. run for half a year and then you need to service some parts, the current one. And that's, I mean, if you think about it, you going uh, 20,000 miles in your car, you also want a service. And our turbine in half a year, that's going like 50,000 miles for the revolutions on it. Right. So so we set out to do a curiosity as good as, as the car industry. And then, yes, we can. And and but we still more. I mean, we we seeing like you you are saying we have a more permanent solution. And yeah, we have some some thoughts about this for a small unit. But what we really want at the moment, and where we are, I was, we are all already in development, is actually for a, a a little bit larger sized uh, turbine which can power your house. You know, everybody needs EV cars and heat pumps. Uh, that's the electrification that we are seeing and the screen transitioning away from uh, from fossil fuels. Um, right. So, so if we can make the turbine even larger, just a little bit larger, we will make it two times or three times as large as now. Then we can actually charge an EV up overnight. Uh, nice. So, so, and you're not doing that with the small unit here, but that's sort of the goal. Right. And this is where we really can have a, an impact for the world and supply energy to to households uh, around the world. Yeah. Yeah, around the world, and and we build it around this. I mean, the sizes for for the current turbine that's two meters. It's built up of two meters stock that you sort of disassemble, and you know why it's two meters long? Fits in a car. <laughs> yeah, and and fits with the normal uh, post postal mail, right? Because if you want to oh. buy a small turbine uh, for for your house from Alibaba, where, but then you have to go to your local blacksmith, and then you you want a pipe that is. Uh, six meters long or that was right. 18 feet or something, right? And you have to carry that in your car and you cannot ship that by mail. Uh, so right. that was sort of what we are doing here. And the next size, that's going to fit in a 20-foot container, right? So we can ship well, those around the world. Okay, um, now, so if you're building your distribution model for the U.S., mm-hmm. so let's say I'm a U.S. customer and I order on the web and it ships through the post and so you you get it right there. Parts. You mentioned 50,000 miles uh, and you then you mentioned, you know, you're going to have to have the turbines uh, taken a look at. And so you're going to have a, a a service center in the U.S. so that we can ship it to you and you can update it and fix it and ship it back. Or um, how is this model going to work? 
Yeah, we might have that in the future when, I mean, we need, we need to increase our sales. We are the very start at the moment, but okay. for the moment being actually, I mean, we are 3D printing most of the components, also the wear components and the uh, files for this are actually free. Now you can go and download them and print them yourselves. So if you break something or wear something down, you could you could have somebody local to your area printed for you, or you could just do it yourself on your own 3D printer if you have one, of course. Yeah. And then they, and everything is made with really easy to source components. We are, I mean, we want to be a sustainability is top of our mind. So you should be able to uh, to service it yourself. We don't do any any fancy tools or anything like this. And uh, we have guys how to replace the bells, how to uh, to do. I all can't of this even yourself. say your name. How am I going to do anything fancy? I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. So, so yeah, and that's also why I'm, why I'm saying we might want a service center at some point. So <laughs> it's probably a good idea, but uh, we're not quite there yet. I'll tell you what, this is really, really cool. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to get my hands on one. And what I'm going to do is then get that old film out there, and then we'll tie it to this uh, podcast because if uh, I, I have uh, like four offices. And I got 10 screens, 10 screens in each one. And so when you sit back and kind of go, um, I'm going to need one of these for each one of my offices. So, you know, I can <laughs> see this really happening because, you know, if you're a nerd, you can do this. But let's see yeah. how uh, how this is. I am so excited for you on this. endeavor. <laughs> um, how do people get a hold of you right now? So uh, the easiest way is to go and have a look at our website. So that's KiteX, just one word, uh, just like SpaceX, right? Uh, dot tech, T-E-C-H. Uh, that's that's where you can see it. Uh, we are quite active on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, and on the, I mean, you are welcome to uh, to contact us there. Um, okay. Yeah, that's. I think that's the uh, that's the best channels at the moment. On our website, there is also a contact email at the bottom. Feel free to write, write us. Uh, we will try to get back to you as soon as possible. Fantastic. I am just so excited. What? So we, we may have the new models coming out and your future development. Mm-hmm. Let's back up just a little bit in Copenhagen. And you had mentioned that you're in the same uh, building or house with Thomas. Is Copenhagen really taking a look in the Danish market of this kind of investing in businesses? I mean, I, I kind of picked up on that you guys are in the same business uh, center. Is this mm-hmm. a government incented business model? No, it's actually a private uh, uh, nice. v- uh, venture from uh, there's a Swedish company actually called uh, Alpha Level. They do industry uh, mach- big machinery and stuff like this. I'm not and even they- going to pretend to try to say that one. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they have a they just had some open spaces and they wanted to see if they could get some startups in to see uh, can we learn from the startups what they are doing and can we help the startups uh, with what our, I mean what we are good at right and then they invited a bunch of startups we are twenty startups in this so they call it uh, Alpha Level Innovation House uh, nice. which is pretty cool so they invite us in here and then give us rooms and office spaces and there's a large workshop area um, nice yeah. Well, yeah, this is nice. absolutely wonderful because the world need in order to do any kind of transition, you've got to have the technology yes. and we cannot do it without uh good low cost. Uh, we can't deliver the lowest cost kilowatt per hour to all citizens of the world without technology. And I believe the only way to elevate humanity out of poverty there's so many people that don't have electricity. This could be a huge market in in so many places around the world. This is huge. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with you on this, and uh, that's 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 the way to go. 
Uh, we need the technology to mature that and 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 push it out. I push it out there, and that's what we are. That's what we are fighting for. That's also what uh, Copenhagen Atomics is fighting for. And while they are focused on the bigger cities and stuff like this, then we are engaged with the rural communities where you don't put up nuclear. But where it really makes sense, I mean, you have transmission losses and all this stuff. So oh, it's yeah. going to be a mix in the future of all of this. Um, oh, absolutely. I believe that. And I'll tell you, you know, I guess we ought to reach out to uh, Jackery and uh, I need to ask them to be a sponsor since I'm over here touting, you know, that I'm a, one of their customers and using all their stuff. So yeah. we'll have to yeah. send yeah, them I think, a bill. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you so much for stopping by the podcast today. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Stu.